0: Listening to the Holistic Spaces Podcast with Angie Cho, Episode 52 Ghosts, Entities, and Feng Shui with Barry Gordon. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. So, this episode, we revisit one of my feng shui mentors, Barry Gordon. And in this episode, we talk about ghosts, entities, and feng shui. And I thought it'd be really fun to post this around Halloween. So, Halloween's coming up, and it's just really interesting. So, um, I hope you enjoy the conversation and a little bit about Barry. So, Barry is faculty at the BTB Feng Shui Master's Training Program. He is a trained physicist, and he brings his unique metaphysical, therapeutic, and scientific perspectives to um, feng shui. And he's been a feng shui practitioner and educator since 1984. He's an accomplished physicist, an intuitive counselor... And he's a master ins- instructor who makes feng shui user friendly for the Western mind. And I think you're really going to see that when we have our, com- when you listen to our conversation and you can find out more about him at www.fromtheheartfengshui.com and from the heart feng shui is from dash the dash heart dash feng dash shui.com. So we'll have a link to that on the website at holisticspaces.com slash podcast. So without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Barry about ghosts, entities, and feng shui. Hi, Barry. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast.
1: Hi, Angie. Yeah, it's really good to be here. Hope I can answer your questions well.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, I actually just recorded a podcast um, recently where I talked about space clearing and one of the things that one of the reasons why you might want to want to clear your space is if you have a ghost or or an entity. And I thought that you would be the perfect person to talk to in regards to this. Um, And it really goes hand in hand with feng shui and how we live in our spaces. So I wanted to start with um, asking you just to kind of give us an overview, like what are ghosts or what are entities and what's the difference?
1: Okay. Well, that's a very deep question, actually, that goes really all the way back into who we are and how we manifest. Um, and I don't know if this podcast is, you know, long enough to get to that. But um, I'm a physicist, so I look at it from a physics point of view. Ghosts and entities actually are different. Ghosts are entities, but all entities are not ghosts. So a ghost is a person, and by people I mean any sentient being, could be an animal, um, Mm -hmm. who, when they leave their body, somehow does not transition into the light. There's something holding them back, some fear, unresolved issues, um, something that holds either the whole being or part of it. Sometimes ghosts are not the whole person who left, they're just part of the person who left. But Mm -hmm. that part of the person has enough energy and information in it to be um, a coherent existence. Even though it's not a physical existence, it's a subtle existence. So ghosts and entities that we're talking about are subtle existences. We're a solid existence uh, from our own viewpoint. From the viewpoint of science, we're not solid. We're just more dense than ghosts. I see. Now, okay. So mm-hmm. when we leave our body, it's because we don't have enough energy to maintain the physical presence. E equals M C squared. M is mass, such a body. So you have to have a lot of energy to create a body. A ghost doesn't have that much energy, so it's creating a, a less dense body and our, our senses are not designed to experience that ghost, although there are many people who do. So, yeah, uh, like
0: you can see, you see ghosts, right? You I see, see them. Something.
1: Yeah, I see them. I feel them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I hear them. Uh, some of our students are even better at it than me, really. Um, yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, there's many different ways to notice ghosts, but let me go back to entities just so you'll know the difference. So, okay. so the so the ghost is uh, a, a being who's left their physical body. Entities may or may not have been in a physical body. Uh, there are many kinds of entities: nature spirits, nagas, um, angels, angels. Yeah, um, there's uh, ETs. You know, extraterrestrials. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many different possibilities for uh, beings to exist in a subtle form, without a, without the energy to become physical, or maybe not even wanting to become physical. So, um, so entities can can really cover a, a wide range of uh, beings that we encounter when we go into the shamanic space. That. Um, includes the the subtle spaces in the universe, not just the physical.
0: And can you talk a little bit about, actually, can you explain what shamanic means for the listeners?
1: Shamanic. Shamanic um, is a spiritual approach to life in which um, everything is considered alive. Hmm. Even the rocks, the mountains, the air. Everything is alive, and including things that we can't see. So the, so in the shamanic world, there's a connection between the visible and the invisible, and the shaman is able to uh, access that connection and be aware of both worlds and know how to um, work between the worlds, but also the shaman, shamanism has a very deep psychological understanding of the human mind, and has many ways to work with the subconscious mind to transform it into a a more um, harmonious and um, beneficial uh, subconscious mind. So Mm -hmm. the subconscious mind is the mind that you're barely aware of, but it's actually in science now we know that your subconscious mind, which is the conditioned mind, actually runs your life except for once in a while you get a chance to make a conscious choice, but 99% of the time you don't. So uh, unless you do something like shamanic practices and uh, meditation, which would be part of that, and learn how to step back and become a witness to that unconscious process then you can start to make conscious choices. Mm
0: -hmm. And BTB Uh, feng shui is also a shamanic discipline.
1: BTB feng shui is a shamanic discipline that comes actually from uh, maybe the oldest shamanic lineage in the world, the Beng tradition from Mm -hmm. Tibet, which has an oral lineage going back like 17,000 years.
0: Yeah, which predates Buddhism. And actually, I just found out that, I didn't know Shambhala, Um, Shambhala also comes from the Bun tradition.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Well, really all of Tibetan Buddhism comes from the Bun tradition, um, meeting Buddhism and and transforming and calling itself Buddhism, uh, having parts of Buddhism that are not shamanic added to it, but but the Bun actually... Uh, had all those deep meditation practices before the, the Buddhism.
0: Hmm. Um, and stepping back a little bit with the ghosts and entities, would you, um, you know, a lot of people might say, oh, are, are there positive or negative ghosts and entities? Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Ghosts are not positive. Okay. Entities, like angels, can be positive. Um, people who leave their bodies when they die and go into the light still exist as an entity in in some way, and they can be positive. But ghosts are people who could not cross over because of a problem. So they have um, some negative emotional difficulty that isn't resolved. And they usually are looking for help, but not always. And so... Based on the six realms in Buddhism, you could have demonic ghosts. You could have um, hungry ghosts, you know jealous gods. so um animal ghosts, human ghosts. So the other problem with ghosts is that they're very yin. Mm-hmm. so, that and that means that they're very cold. That's one of the ways you can actually know if there's a ghost. Sometimes you'll go into a uh, a room or a home and you'll feel cold, but the temperature's normal. I see. And 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 that comes from interacting with a ghost. Um so so ghosts can affect your health because yeah. they're they're they they can drain your chi because they want to try to get more chi,
0: you know. They they do. Well, so why are why, why do ghosts hang out? Like, why would someone have a ghost in their space, in their home or in their workspace?
1: Well, one reason could be they move into a space with a ghost. Um, especially on the, you know, where there are older homes, like on the East Coast. There, that's more possible. Well, it does happen on the West Coast, too, uh, and other places. So, um, So they might move into a home with a ghost. Didn't know it was there when they bought the house. And um they may or may not have a karmic connection with that ghost. I don't always find they do, but most commonly they do have some karmic connection with the ghost, and that's why it comes up for uh, healing in some way um, The other thing is that um, people can bring their own ghosts into the house people yeah. aren't aware of, pe- people aren't aware of uh their how their unconscious minds are operating and um your unconscious mind can attract other ghosts other beings uh to you um so you may have uh, entities or ghosts in your life that you're not aware of and when you move in to the house they come with you and if a feng shui person comes or someone who's shamanic, they may notice it or in the course of time, the karma may uh, ripen to where you become aware of the ghost. Mm. You know, so you mean
0: that it'll be, ripen as in it will, you, you'll become more connected with that ghost somehow.
1: Yeah. Right. It'll right.
0: sure,
1: mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so there's lots of, Possible reasons for the ghost is there, but every ghost I've found, um, really all it needs is to be healed. There's a problem, and it so needs to be healed.
0: Out, so it hangs out in, like, it'll ghosts will hang out in spaces because they want to be healed?
1: They is do, that? ultimately. Ultimately, they want to be healed. So, <laughs> you know, ghost-busting, I don't like the word ghost-busting at all, you know. It should be, like...
0: Ghost healing.
1: Uh, ghost healing, yeah, and ghost compassion, you know. They're just like us. They're not any different from us. They're just not physical. And we need to have compassion for them, and that compassion and and the way that we work with them can heal them. And then they can go on.
0: Just like we want to be healed, humans want to be healed.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: Right. That's why people are listening to this podcast, probably, because they want to. They also want to better their lives and improve things. Um, mm mm-hmm. So, so you were talking about one way to notice um, when you, you, may, you might have a ghost or an entity in your space is if you feel cold because they're very yin, and yin is um, without life and cold and, and contracting. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. What are other ways that someone might recognize that they have a ghost or an entity in a space?
1: Well, sometimes you can see them, but you don't see them by looking directly at them. You see them in the corners of your eye. You know, like the way there's a, a way to do it where you, you look straight ahead uh, with your eyes, but you allow your vision to open up so you're actually looking at the, at the uh, outer limits of your peripheral vision. And sometimes you see them that way. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you can douse, you can use dousing to see if they're there. Um, that's a way that everybody can learn to do and, and find out um, if there's a spiritual problem in their house. Or workspace. um, Sometimes you'll know ghosts are there because they move things around. Or they'll do things to to notify you that they're there.
0: And at first. Yeah,
1: a door slams shut, or uh, a book moves, or a piece of paper moves, or the animals get scared, or the animals start barking at something you can't see. Um, So I've even had. Not Well, not just me. I've had other people, too, who have been actually pushed by ghosts. So um, there's probably an unlimited number of ways you can become aware <laughs> of something. <them. laughs>
0: okay. Cause, and I guess a lot of people come to you because they realize there's something off in their space, and it might be an entity or a ghost. Um, is it always that you would want to... Um, I guess remove, eliminate or remove the ghost or entity. I guess there's some entity, like you said, entities don't can may, can be positive. For instance, angels or nature spirits, and are those, those are beneficial to have or have around you?
1: Yeah, and you might have some uh, ancestors. You you have an ancestral lineage, um, which is usually beneficial, but not always. Uh, sometimes the ancestral lineage has a curse. Or and the people in the ancestral lineage are uh, the kind of people who actually are cursing, and so that's not so good, but but more often, your ancestral lineage is trying to help you, and and the people who have actually passed over into the light in the ancestral lineage come and, you know, uh, grandmothers, grandfathers from many generations might be helping you, actually, but ghosts are a different issue. They're people who didn't pass over, Uh. so... And they have the problem, and that problem can affect you. And they're attracted to you usually. If, you, if they come with the house, mm-hmm. then you may or may not have a real karma connection with them, or you may not be a, um, an expression of what their problem is. But if they come with you, usually those ghosts in some way are a mirror to something going on you, in you in your unconscious mind. That you're not aware of, and so there's actually a very positive aspect to it in that you can learn something about yourself through that ghost.
0: Right, and you can heal. Just when you heal them, you can maybe heal parts of yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's one way that ghosts affect us. How else can they affect us, and can they hurt us? Like,
1: yeah, they can hurt yeah. you. Yeah. Sure. I mean, like. Poltergeists, you know, are, do do occur, and even um, uh, like I was pushed once by a ghost into a a, a pipe that cut me. Um, one of our students was standing at the edge of a. Um,
0: Danita, uh, like
1: right? A, one, uh, Danita, yeah, she was standing at the edge of a. I forget what you would call it. Like the the floor went down into a maybe like one step, you know. It was mm-hmm. during construct during construction, and a ghost actually pushed her off the edge.
0: Oh, right! It felt threatened by her, and and you had come on board, I think.
1: Right, right.
0: <clears throat> um, how else can they affect us? Like, what are what are things that you've seen with?
1: Well, well, they can, your, they can affect your health. They can affect your health. Because oh, remember, they're, they they're cold and they drain your chi, and so they'll probably drain your chi through the um, weakest point in your uh, in your being, you know, in your body. Or, and, um, you know, there's a lot of ghosts in bars because when, when someone's an addict, like an alcoholic, and they leave, they, they take the addiction with them. Often if they're a ghost, and if they if they go to the light, that's different, but if they're a ghost, they often take the addiction with them and and they hang out and If you have a predilection at all for that addiction they they'll try to stimulate that,
0: uh, so they encourage it,
1: yeah, because they want to get the essence of that drug that you're addicted to.
0: I see, yeah, Stevens talked about that where or maybe it was you where um with addicts that you can start, you you could see the entities kind of descend, descending upon people who are using drugs or alcohol mm-hmm. and that are addicts because they kind of feed off of that energy.
1: Right. We probably both talked about it. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and so how... How do you work with this if you have a ghost or an entity or an, something that's not something that you don't want in your home, an entity that you don't want there? Like, I think um, ultimately it's probably best to hire an expert like you to work with the situation, especially in uh, more serious situations. But how, how does someone work with this on an everyday level? And um, and if they can't if they can't get an expert in.
1: Well, of course, you wouldn't work on on an everyday level, um, but
0: so you, I have so you you can't do something little every day to help. To well, help. you
1: don't need to because if you're doing it correctly, then you'll just heal the ghost and it won't okay. be there anymore. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I have many different ways of working with ghosts. Some of them quite surprising. So, from the shamanic viewpoint, um, I usually find the uh, Tibetan mantra practice that th- the energy of which will um, work with the ghost's energy and heal on an energetic level what their problem is. It's easier to heal them than a physical body because they're so less dense, right? So when you use sound, then that sound vibrates their, uh, their structure, their being, and it can transform that. Mm. Just just as it can ours, but it can do it much more quickly with a ghost. And when you do the shamanic practices, um, you're bringing in a, a form of the Buddha, a form of a deity or the Buddha, um, that corresponds to what their problem is. Uh, so that can heal them. Uh, another way... That I work with them is with uh, Feel Free Fast, with the Be Set Free Fast, and the Whole which is part of Feel Free Fast. So,
0: so the so the Feel Free Fast is, um, it's. Can you explain what that is? Like how it come? Like how it's similar to EFT? Yeah.
1: Well, this Feel Free Fast actually is two major um, uh, components to it: Whole and Be Set Free Fast, and the uh, Be Set Free Fast. Is a way to work with your subconscious mind that um, will immediately eliminate any conditioning that you have that's causing you a problem. Um, it's very quick and easy. Uh, probably the simplest thing I've ever you would have ever done to change your mind, change your being, change your conditioning.
0: I was using it so, today. <laughs> I was, I was, I got an MRI done, and I was in that little tiny <laughs> tube, and I'm oh, like, oh yeah, yeah. And I, I had to hold my breath and I'm like, my, my trigger, my word is love. So I'm like, love, 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 love. Because <laughs> just to work with the, the um, kind of the stress of being in the MRI tube.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. So I, I've had a couple, many instances really. One, like, one quite dramatic where I actually taught the ghost the set free fast and then we did it oh. together. And, 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 the, and the ghost cleared his problem and and left. One time it was in a big church in, uh, in New Jersey, and um, uh, one of the students, well, I had taught her B-set free fast on the way over and, and had done a session with her because she always gets, uh, always got sick whenever we went on a functionary consultation. So on the bus over, I used the Be Set Free Fast to clear that. So when we got to this place, which had a lot of spiritualism, she didn't get sick for the first time. So we're in the sanctuary, and all of a sudden she says, oh, there's a ghost here, and he says that he hasn't been able to leave because there's something he has to say, he's never been able to say it. So I uh, taught him Be Set Free Fast right then. I asked him if he would learn it, and he did. And I just transferred it mind to mind, and then we did it, and then... He cleared his problem and was able to say what he needed to. And when he left, the this is a big stone church, you know. The whole mm-hmm. church and all the windows shook for about two seconds. Wow. And there was, there was 20 people there. We were all kind of going, oh, what's, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Well, um, and I really, I know a lot of people do the tapping with the EFT, but I like the feel free fast because... um. Because you can kind of do it without anyone noticing, you can say the word to yourself. So, just for the listeners, well, it's it's similar. It's similar to EFT, where you tap meridian points to kind of work with an issue. Correct, Barry?
1: Well, it's similar, but really different. Because rather than being an energy technique, it's a consciousness technique, and um, it's it's actually a much more subtle and sophisticated technique than the EFT. Um, because it deals directly with the subconscious mind instead of trying to go through the body uh, with tapping. Uh, uh, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the premise of VFT is not quite correct, but it does work. I've used it for years. It does work.
0: So Where, for, for the mm-hmm. listeners that might be interested in Feel Free Fast, it's that you like you could work with Barry and he would um, walk through a protocol with you and then um, you would talk to your subconscious mind and you'd learn uh, a word – And that word would, later you can um, use that word to um, release these stuck energy patterns in your subconscious mind.
1: Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. I know. Um, (laughs) So So I've done that with people. Ho'oponopono can release a ghost because Ho'oponopono is a forgiveness ritual. And um, there's different levels to it. On, On either level, you're asking for forgiveness for yourself you're asking for forgiveness for everybody that ever existed you're asking the universe to forgive everything and everyone and um it's a very deep and powerful prayer so mm-hmm. that From can
0: the huna hawaiian tradition
1: right right and that can release ghosts
0: okay so that's something that someone could do on their own learn Ho'oponopono, mm-hmm. and um and work with that, and also heal themselves. Maybe we can do a podcast on that next year, maybe, the Pono.
1: Okay, sure.
0: Okay, well, let's see. Is there anything else that we missed? um, Oh, you know what? Hmm.
1: Sometimes ghosts um, are around you because you are cursed. Someone has placed a curse on you that's now there's many different kinds of curses but that would come from a professional curse you know where yeah. a, we're a shaman actually because there are good shamans and there are white shamans and black shamans mm-hmm. so so a shaman could marshal the energy of a ghost and control it and send it to you as part of a curse so the other thing we use for those kind of um, black magic situations is the white umbrella practice, a Tibetan practice that removes those kinds of energies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And actually, Gayla and I just wrote a book. Well, it's not quite finished. It's called um, Remove Your Curses, um, Transform Your Life, and Expect Miracles. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's about those kinds of curses, but also about the kind of curse, everyday curses we all uh, received when we grew up by people um, telling us that we're no good, we're bad, we're useless, we're you know you'll never have love, all those kind of things that um, people hear when they're growing up. Anytime they're really punished um, in a very negative and powerful way. So, um, so all these techniques they they work on on all these different levels where, where someone actually has cursed you uh, consciously or all the unconscious kinds of curses um, that you, we grow up with and then act themselves out in our life without our control or ability to um, even understand sometimes why things happen to us.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can also inadvertently curse people by wishing them ill. and um, yeah. Something. Yeah. We
1: definitely can. That's why Professor Lynn's teaching was always to only say positive pe- things about other people.
0: That's a good teaching. Okay, well, thank you so much, Barry, for um, sharing your knowledge with us. And um, for the listeners, all of Barry's information will be on the website, including information about his book and his website. And um, thank you so much, Barry. I really appreciate your time.
1: Oh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure. And by the way, I don't, uh, you know, you can engage me for ghosts, but actually we have a lot of graduates and many of them can also do that from our program. One of those graduates (laughs) happens to be Angie. So, uh, (laughs) yeah.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others, subscribe and even better leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.